welcome back to Unfiltered Kitchen. I'm your host, Cheyenne. I am Shy's dad. I'm Kyle. <laughs> one day we're going to get this intro down yeah, and it's not going to be awkward, but that's just not today. Okay, welcome to Unfiltered Kitchen, where we do cooking, cocktails, and conversation. Today we're going to have a conversation on when do you stop parenting? So last week, our topic was about parenting styles. And in that conversation, my dad said something. Of course, I can't remember it now. But it made me think about when do you stop parenting slash do you ever truly stop parenting? I put this question up on my Snapchat. I got a few sidebar questions that we'll get into later. But I think the first main question is, do you ever stop parenting? There are some people that do. Okay. I've met people that. Once you're 18, is done? 18, 21, done. Okay, what about you? For you, personally, For me, do personally, you think, no, I don't stop parenting. Do I, you I, think I, your parents ever stopped parenting? No, and, and you know what's really a trip is, to this day, I mean, I'm 63 years old. Um, I'll still call my dad or my mom if I need help. Yeah, and your parents are how old? They're in their 80s. Yeah. You know, 85, so, 86, somewhere in there. Papa's 85 and he still hasn't stopped parenting. Yeah. Yeah, but his parenting with me, I mean, we're almost at that thing where it's reverse role while I'm taking care of him. Yeah. Though he's still very, you know, he's still competent. But he's, I, I realize he's getting older. Yeah. So I just know the role is, you know. Changing a changing little bit. Him. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's changing a little bit. Yeah. Where I got to yeah. watch over. Just, you know, I got to make sure he's okay. Yeah. So I always think that this is funny because I feel like this is a topic that I talk probably more a lot with my mom about that parenting just it never stops. And I think it's interesting because I do see some people whose parents, once they turned 18, they were like, I did my duties. Yeah. And now you figure it out for yourself. Where for me, I was not raised like that. Um, I'm in my 30s. I'm 30. I still call both my mom and dad for help. I still call my mom's mom and I call my dad's dad for help too. So when I think about it, Papa has not stopped parenting you or me or so that poor man needs a break. (laughs) But I think that that's my norm. So I've never really experienced it differently. That is kind of our family norm. That's our Yes. Because it goes in your mother's side of the family. Does the same thing. With Connie, yeah. Yeah. Um, Her dad, maybe not as much, but. Her mom, yeah. Yeah, but her mom, yeah. Um, So that's your norm. But I'm going to tell you. Not everybody. It's not. Because like when I, I I don't even, I have no idea who it was. But I remember there was a conversation with somebody. They were talking about they were going to do for their child Mm -hmm. until their child was 18. And then that was it. They're done. Like, done in what way, though? They made it sound like, not done in the relationship, but I mean done in terms of, you know, any type of financial support, any type of, I, I don't know if emotional support would be in there. But they, again, this was a guy conversation, yeah. too, though. Okay? So, at 18, do you think that boy should move out? You know, it really depends. Well, okay. First, it depends on the type of person it is. Okay. Like me, I was pretty much out of my house though i was still living in the house officially um at around 16 you know i mean where I was, were you at at 16 16 i was over at west uh, i was at Raphael's house so you were at a, a friend's house time, a lot of times okay um because his father had a house for him and he was never there 
Okay. It was me, Ralph, and his, and his auntie or cousin, Vonda, who's a few years older than us, but not much. But I mean, I'd come home. I, yeah. It's not like, you know, I mean, my, you know, it's, you know but whatever. <laughs> when that's what we're, what we're talking about. Um, so at eight, you know, t- for me, a, a young man, mm-hmm. if he is not furthering his career, if he's not in school or in the starts of his career, then I think he should be out of the house. Okay. Only because it's going to help him grow up. To be a man. To, to be a man. Okay. Uh, now, if he is in school or if he is in his career, if he's, you know, if he's driving, if he's doing right, mm-hmm. then I keep him in the house. Okay. Because it's going to be a whole lot easier for him to save money. Yeah. And I've always talked about, you know, handle your business now while you're young. Yeah. You know, I, I, like right now, if I was your age and I was having kids, I would probably plan on keeping my kids in the house unless they wanted to leave until they're in their mid 20s, young 20s, mid 20s. Yeah. Because I would, I would probably raise them a little bit differently than I raised you guys. I'd probably be a little bit more affirmative in the direction I was trying to drive you to, even though I don't know that that would work or not. Yeah. Okay. Um, in which direction would that? Well, you know, I, so, okay, so this is kind of a, parents would always like for their kids to be, and this is kind of, take it with a grain of salt, a, <laughs> a doctor, a lawyer, architect, an engineer, da 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 Dang, what did you get? Okay. Oh, I'm very happy with what you're doing. You're making more of them, you make more of the money than most. Okay. <laughs> and you're happier. You got free time. Okay. Right. And Kyle's coming too. She's going to catch up. Okay. So when people ask but, but, you, but, but, what do your kids no, do? You, what do you I don't say? know if you remember though, when you guys were always young, I always told you guys, if you're not going to do one of these, you know, yeah. doctor, lawyer, I said, be in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Cause the entertainment industry plays better than most mm-hmm. pays better than doctors pays better than lawyers pays better than it pays whether you're in front of the camera or behind the camera parents. I'm telling you, if your kids are artistic, let them be artistic. Yes. Let them be artistic. There's some parents, though, like I met a mom the other day and she was like, my son has the personality. He wants to do the shows. I'm just really I shelter him. I don't I don't want to get him into the entertainment business. And I'm sitting here like, does she know what I do? Because yeah, this is awkward. You're talking all the negatives of it. But there's also a lot of positives that come with it, especially if your kid wants to do it. There's a big difference between you forcing your kid to do these things. And having a kid that actually has like the passion and the want for it, yeah. which I always think is this, it it shows when Ryder goes on her shoots, she lights up and the people love her because they can see, oh, this kid wants to be here. Where there's other kids who are crying in the right. dressing room and the parents are like, get it together. And I'm like, oh, my God, that poor kid. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. And I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's, you know, I think about yours, how you just kind of fell into this really by accident, or I, by I happenstance. But you saw it and you was like, okay, the ball, I see the ball. Let's roll this ball. Yeah. Let's make this into a snowball. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm really, you know, you kind of do your thing. Okay. So you think that it just never stops? I think that it is continual. You know, I can see myself being like Pop is. Yeah. Where, you I know, see that now. Where, you know, I'm going to be parenting when you. When you knuckleheads don't want to hear me no more, I'll be talking to the grandkids. I'll be like, Boz, come over here. Let me tell you something. Let story. me tell you something about this soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's crazy is I've realized that 
it's different for everybody. And I think my first lesson with that was when I was in college and I saw some of my friends struggling. And I'm like, call your mom, call your dad. And they're like, it does not work like that. Mm. I can't call my mom. I can't call my dad. And even if I do call, I don't know if they're going to pick up or I don't know if I'm going to be received on the other line or even get the help that I need to get. So I'm not even going to call because that's a hard reality to face. Right. And me being who I am, I said, well, call my mom. (laughs) Call my dad. (laughs) I'm sure they'll figure it out for you. And there's one particular instance where I remember one of my friends needed financial help to be able to keep going to school. And their parents said, you're grown. You wanted to go to school. You figure it out. We're not helping you get through school or anything like that. And I don't believe that bullet, but it's a real bullet. It was crazy to me to hear because she put so much energy and effort in getting herself through school. To me, if I was a parent, I would see that drive and see they're making the grades and doing everything that they can to not only get themselves in school because they did it all by themselves, but to stay into school, I would be like, okay, let's figure it out. Let me figure it out with you because they already did all the work Mm and showed their commitment and to see her get received on the other end so negatively of like you're 18 figure it out it was a real kind of wake-up call for me just to see that my bubble is different than everybody else's bubble around me Mm -hmm. and um i remember saying well let's call my parents really let's call my mom i don't even know if you know but i know that my mom ended up paying for one of her semesters so that she can keep going and not get kicked out. Mm. And then. um, And I know who she is. Yes. And it was hard in the beginning for my friend to even accept that help because they never saw that help before or never saw parenting like this and didn't even know which way to turn up, down or left, Right. right. And they really looked at me like. Kind of like weird that this was my my upbringing versus their upbringing and it kind of put a little rift in our friendship for a second later on it you know brought it back and we're fine we're best friends and stuff now but if that was my first introduction that there are different i knew that there are always different parenting styles but that there was really some people that are like you're 18 you're out of the house and you're done i do think that now that i'm a mom and i have a girl and a boy i will probably you raise boys and girls differently. It's just what it is. I don't. I know everyone's gonna say there's a double standard, but if Ace is not doing what he should be doing at 18, he's not in school and he's just smoking weed and just not playing doing shit games. and playing video games. Get your rabbit ass out my house. Yeah, get out of the house. <laughs> but yeah if you think this is how you figure it out. But I yeah. will say, if Ryder was 18 and still figuring it out, I don't think that I would put so much energy into her getting out of the house. Yeah, you know. she's a girl. Well, girl. Okay. Right. It's a little. Well. I feel like it's a little different. Uh, and I know everyone's going to beat me up for saying that. But I think that there's a difference between raising boys to become men than raising girls. Okay. No, I, I give you that. I give you that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I wanted to add this one thing. I wanted to, this is back on the parent that was non-participatory in their child's education. It could be, it's not the, it's not quite the same, but I remember when I was in school, uh, the, what I'm trying to do is that we painted a picture of that parent as pretty negative. Okay. Okay. Not knowing who they are, but not yeah. knowing the whole for circumstances, but it's not always that cut and dry. So, and I'm just thinking about my situation. When I was in school. When I first left high school, my parents helped me get into Weber state mm-hmm. up in Utah. Okay. When I left Weber state after that, I don't think they ever asked me about school. <laughs> like not how's it going? Yeah, how are your grades? Maybe, no, no, certainly not how are your grades. Maybe are you in school or what are you doing? Are you still there? Yeah. That yeah. was it? Well, when I came back, you know, I went to Santa Monica City College and I went to SC. I don't ever remember them asking me anything about school. And how did that make you feel? Well, at the time, it didn't make me feel at all. It, well, I was, well, what happened? There was a time where I was paying rent $1,000 a month and I was paying for that seat $1,000 a month. And I called my dad and said, Pop, I'm, I'm dying over here. I'm, I'm, I'm working and I'm hustling. I, but $2,000 a month mm-hmm. for, you know, 21 years old, it didn't, maybe it doesn't seem like a lot now, but it was a then lot. it was a lot. So did Papa help you? Well, that's when he, that's when he, you know, put me and Steve at on Westview. Oh, okay. Which is a, a family home. Okay. It's a home that my grandfather bought way back when for $12,000. You're lying. It's not lying. Guess what it's worth now? Like probably a million something? Close. Not quite, but close. Yeah. So that's, I wasn't trying to paint a bad picture. No, I know. I, yeah, I know. And I, I was just thinking though, sometimes there are, are other reasons other as to why that they can't do yes, it. Yes. And they could have yes. been not doing it purposely. Yeah. To, Help them grow up. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's just the way some people parent, you know. I think that goes back to what's your parenting style. Yes. I think that's what you guys would call that tough love. That's what you call it? Yeah. There's tough love. Which I heard. Do you think you give off tough love? Not purposely. I'm not trying to. Not purposely. If if I do, it's not purposely. I don't think that you do. I don't think I do either. No. All right. All right. I think you give off. Matter of fact. I have matter of fact, handle your business. Okay. Now, if you can't handle it, if you need my help, I help you. Okay. But you got to help yourself first. You got to show me you're helping yourself. Yeah. Okay. Don't just come to me and say this, that, and the other. Because I'll be like, well, hey, well, we, we heard this, that, and the other before. You know, I mean, it's handle. If, see, I'm, I'm this way with anybody, everybody. If you are putting in the effort and you're putting in effort and it's just not getting you to anywhere, then yes, I'm going to jump in and try to help you. Either figure it out differently or extend the time so that eventually it does work. But if you sit back, sitting on your hands, talking about woe is me, but I need some help. Well, how are you helping yourself? But what if I feel like sometimes people can get stuck in this place of like, woe is me, and you don't even know how to get out of it. Or you don't even know how to get out of it to help yourself to be able to, to get help from someone. So how do you get 
out of that? Or if you see your child is in that mode, how do you get your child out of that? Well, well, there are plenty of avenues. I think the first thing you have to do is realize that you don't have the answers and then try to find somebody that does have answers. As a parent? As a parent. As a parent. Yeah. I mean, you know, look, parenting is no joke. You know, I mean, you know, you could try to do your best and yeah. still come up wrong. You know, so it's like you take you do the best that you can. But here's the deal. If you realize that you don't have all the answers and you're really willing to accept input from other people or other institutions, you know, and it doesn't have to be directed to you. Mm-hmm. You can just go on a parenting website, you know, a, a, a launching pad, people just voicing out opinions. Um, I watched this show. It came on earlier this year. Okay. It was called, it might have been called Parenting. I only watched like maybe, it was like a, like a. Like a Netflix? No, I think it was on Channel 7. Oh, I don't have cable. No, this is regular TV, Channel 7. That's not cable. Oh, I don't right. watch regular TV. Yeah, yeah, you don't have regular TV. But it was it was these different parents. Uh-huh. And they all parent different? They all parent they all had different parenting styles. And listening to I wish I knew the name of the show. Listening to them, because I sipped and watched maybe two episodes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, I do that. Oh no, oh no, I wouldn't do that. You know, I was, you know, like that. But it was it was kind of a trip. But I think it's interesting when you hear different parenting styles and the pros and cons of what people find from them. And then also now with my generation, since we're all becoming parents, listening to how we are deciding that we want to parent. And like Zach and I, we have different parenting styles. I'm a little bit more relaxed and probably the hippie parent. And he's more of like, I said it once. I don't want to have to say it again. Yeah. And sometimes I'm looking at him like, that was mean. And he's like, you are used to raising Ryder, who's a girl, and maybe you would be, I would be a little less strict with her, but I'm trying to raise a man. And I'm looking like, but he's a baby. And he's like, I'm laying my, I'm getting in my look now. I'm, and yes. I'm like, okay. So sometimes as the mom, especially with having a son, I feel like I have to take the back seat to to it and let the dad be the dad yes you do which is tough because i don't take the back i don't want to take the back seat to anybody and it's not taking the back seat as in you don't count or you don't have a voice well i feel like i'm in the passenger seat then okay well then i don't feel like i'm driving the car okay you should look at it like this there are two drivers in the car okay and they're both going to have their turn at driving all right there's going to be times when you are with ace and zach's not around if you want to, if you want to drop all the love down at that point, then you do it. Yeah. Okay. When Zach's around, I mean, unless unless he's being abusive, which I don't think he is, he's just being no, a little bit more of a, a disciplinarian. Yeah. Yes, then let him do what he's got to do. Did you yeah. and Mom ever butt heads with how you parented versus how she parented, or did it always balance out? It for the most part it balanced out, and when and if there wasn't a balance, I let her have her way. Because, I, you know, I've been like this for a, for a long time. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Fine. I mean, if that's what you want to do, do it. Because things are going to work out anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, things are going to turn out how they turn out anyway. It's not, you know, it's not, it doesn't hinge on my fine details or her fine details. Okay. Who you and Kyle are 
was already going to be who you are. Yeah. You know, me putting in my foot a little bit more disciplinary wasn't going to change who you are. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. One of the questions that I got from last week was, what do you think your best parenting advice style tips are? Since you're the older parent here, I'll let you answer the question. Okay, I'll I'll answer like this. If you're still a young parent dealing with young kids, okay, do your best to set up the best foundation that you can. Now, I'm going to be a little bit more specific. There's things that I see today that I don't think are behooving to kids, all the time that they spend on the phone, on the tablet, you know, playing games, da da da. Most of the games should be played outside. I, and I'll give you an example. Ace knows how to do this. He knows how to swipe. Doesn't know how to ride a bike. Ryder doesn't know how to ride a bike. I don't know how to ride a bike. Okay. You were taught how to ride a bike, though. I don't know how to ride a bike, okay. Dad. Okay. They need to know how to ride a bike. Well, who am I to teach them when I can't ride a bike? Get Zach to ride. Get Corey to somebody. Somebody. <laughs> they, they need to be riding bikes. Okay. Okay. They need to be time, spending time, you know. Now, she does a lot of good uh, activities outside of school, which is good because kids need to interact with other kids other than just their siblings. Yeah. Okay. They need to learn how to win and lose. Mm. They, they do. I mean, everything doesn't have to be competitive. But they should understand what it is to not get a ribbon, to not get a trophy. Okay? So, yeah. Um, but parenting s- styles or parenting advice. Yeah, keep your kids active. What's the, there's an old cliche, the idle mind. Um, how's it go? I don't know. Okay. Well, the idle, oh, the idle mind is the playground of the devil. So. If you keep them active. They don't have time to think. Yes. Crazy thoughts. Whether it is, you know, piano lessons or or playing football or Boy Scouts or whatever it is. I think you should keep them in as many activities as possible. One, because they get exposed to more things outside of your household. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I have this thing. You only know what you know based on what you've been taught, what you've been exposed to. So the bigger exposure you give them, the more opportunities they have to gravitate towards what they like. And you need to let them gravitate. You can't just pick it for them. You can't just say you're going to be a violinist. You can expose them to violin. And if they like it, let them keep playing. If they don't like it, expose them to paints. If they don't like that, expose them to... Figure out what it is that they yes, like. Okay. Yeah, expose them to math. You know, if they're fine, something that, that they like. Okay? Okay. If not, then, you know. But besides that, if you're a parent and you don't want to grow gray hair, mm-hmm. a lot of what you've got to be able to do is say, fuck it. It is what it is. It, That's the best advice you can give. Hey, man, sometimes you have to just let people do what they're going to do. Now, I'm not talking about your six or seven-year-old. You're talking about your... But you, when you're talking about these kids that are 22, 23, 25, you're still trying to parent them? And they don't want to listen? And they don't want to listen? That's when you just say, fuck it. Hey, do what you... What, I'm going to give you the best I can do. Now, if you don't want to follow it, that's fine. If you want to follow half of it, it's fine. If you don't want to follow any of it, it's fine. Go do you. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to keep my eye on to make sure nothing crazy happens to you. But if this is the lesson that you need to be independent, to be able to learn by you trying it yourself, go ahead, try. 
It's actually not bad. Give it a shot. I mean, you know, it might- I would say that for kids and relationships. I've been getting so many relationship questions lately now, and I want to say, like, I'm probably not the person to ask. I'm not a relationship guru. I just kind of fell into mine. It kind of worked. But. Fell into mine. Zach really <laughs> liked you as well. <laughs> I'm just saying, mine worked. Yeah. I don't. Sometimes people ask me relationship advice, and I'm like, I don't know how to answer this question. But I do think that there was a, the other day someone asked me a relationship question, and I think my answer was, fuck that. Like, this just seems shitty. This is this is one I'm not willing to save, and I'm not even in the relationship. I think sometimes you have to know as a person when it is what it is, and also when to walk away and let that other person do them. Whether that's your kid, your spouse, mm-hmm. an ex, a boyfriend, a co-parenting, a parent. I think there's just sometimes you just have to say, okay, yeah, and go do you, and and then that moment of going to do you, you find some form of clarity, and hopefully they do too. Yeah, when I'm saying you know skip it or screw it, or you do you. It's it's not that I'm turning my back. Yeah, it's that I'm giving you a chance. To, I think you. I don't. I wouldn't say this, but I'd feel this. I don't think that's going to be successful. I think you're going to fall, but it's cool. Sometimes you need to fall. But that's like saying like sometimes you have to find out things the hard way. Okay, there you go. That's fine too. That's another way of saying it. Right. Now, when you fall, I'm going to let you struggle and pick yourself back up. You're not going to help. Get, when you want, I'm gonna let you struggle and pick yourself back up. Now, once you're back up and you're going in the right path, I'm gonna be there to blow the wind behind you to keep you going. (laughs) (laughs) Meaning, you know, whatever. Once you get back on the right path, yeah, I'll help you back on that right path. But if you just gonna be you and see the here's the deal, I got years of experience and know how of parenting of wisdom. Oh, of just life. Just living life. Just life, okay. So there's things I can share with you. But if you know it all and you don't want to receive it, I can't help that. Yeah. So I got to let you do you. I'm sure I was probably that way at one point, too, where I know it all. You don't need to tell me. Well, you know, I learned. I don't know it all. Do you remember a time where you fell, you know, theoretically Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. whatever, hypothetically? Yeah. And you struggled to get back up and yep. you were calling your parents and they let you sit there for a little bit? Or did they always pick you up? I was a little bit more self-determined and stubborn. When I fell and I was picking myself up, I knew I knew how I had fallen. I knew how I had fallen off. Mm-hmm. I knew I was in the wrong. I knew I, I knew what I was doing. I got what I deserved. I put myself there. But did you always know that or is that something you learn now that you're older? No, I knew it when I was there. When I was there, I knew I was... Up. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. Matter of fact, my mom, one time, my mom had knocked on the door. I didn't let her in. And she just stood out there. She said, look, I didn't raise you to be a pig. I certainly didn't raise you to live like you're living. Dang. And that kind of turned me around a little bit. Wasn't that day. I think that day I was pretty high. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but it registered. I've always remembered that. You know, um, so, you know, I, that, that, I, and from that, and you know what, after I got to a certain point, I realized that I had a good parental situation. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, they was a divorced home, but both my parents were cool. Nobody was crazy. Nobody was, you know, ignorant. Yeah. You know, the way they talked to me or handle me or my brother or whatever. So I knew I had to make better or make good. I had, I, I was presented an opportunity. 
Because I knew a lot of people. Some people were doing a whole lot better than me. There's plenty they're doing not as good as me. Yeah. And when I looked at those, I said, you know, I need to be able to carry my own weight. So especially as a man. Especially as a man. Plus, I always wanted to be a man. I always wanted to be independent. I don't need no, I don't need anybody telling me what to do. But the only way you get to that, you had to get on your feet and make your own. He said, Mom knocked on the door and I did not let her oh, in. I, I wouldn't let her in. I wouldn't let her in. She knew I was inside. I was pretending like I wasn't inside. She knew I was inside. You know. Wow, Dad. I, I look, I was I was I wasn't in a good place. Oh my God. You know. All right, guys, I want you guys to comment down below what you think about this topic. Do you think that as a parent, there is a time where you stop parenting? Or do you think when you're a parent, you're always going to be a parent? Do we have like two more minutes? Yes. But here's here's, here's the saving grace, because I'm from the point that you don't stop parenting. But understand, parenting later is a whole lot easier. Then, like you're parenting now, yeah. You have to put work in every day. Yeah. You need to be teaching lessons every day. Yeah. Me, I sparingly still throw a lesson at you. You need to be a little bit more humble. You need to be able to apologize. You need to be able to accept this person even when they're wrong. You know, I I have battled with you every blue moon now. You know mm-hmm. about accepting people or or being the bigger person. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's not a daily constant battle. You know, yeah. or, or lesson lesson to being taught. So it's different when you get older. It's a different type of uh, It's a different type parenting. of parenting. Yeah. And I'm interested to see what you guys grew up with as far as like your your own relationship with your parents. If you got kicked out at 18 or if you think that you're still getting parented like myself. Um, I don't think that there's a right or wrong answer. So, you know, it was a question that someone asked and they had basically, it was very specific, yes. but it was like, how do you tell a parent to let their p- child. No, their 32 year old. No, their 32 year old child be an adult and not a child anymore and to let them be with their own family. And I was like, this is very specific yes. to you and your life. Yes. <laughs> and it sounds like you want to tell your in laws yeah. to F off. <laughs> so I thought that that was um, actually. Not funny, but kind of funny. But make sure you guys comment down below. Give us some feedback. I'm just interested on the sub on while we're on the subject of parenting styles. Still, what's your parenting style? If you're gonna stop parenting, if you got the boot at 18, if you think it's different for boys versus girls, we want to know. So make sure you guys comment down below, and don't forget to follow us at Unfiltered Kitchen. Check us out on all podcast platforms and on YouTube, and you can follow me at Shy Not Shy. And you can follow me at Pretty Boy Floyd Three on IG. Yeah, one day you're gonna like get it, and it's gonna like okay, sound really fun. good. Yeah, oh. okay, all right. <laughs>